0: Fair to say, you simply flooded the system with money. Yes, we did. That's another way to think about it. We did. Where does it come from? Do you just print it? We print it digital.
1: Look at what it means. This is why I'm saying, like, this is a lie that's been purported by Wall Street. That was rates, everything gets better. All of a sudden, uh, it just doesn't work that way. What about hard
0: work? What about it? We're not, god's were like 30 to 1 against me Yeah, I mean, there are very few people that from my neighborhood, you know,
2: in my environment that make it out uh, I mean, forget about being to be successful, but make it out alive Alright,
1: we back Training Places episode 43 Coming up on our one year anniversary. We, one month out actually. For my one month for my one year anniversary. This is your host X. I'm here with Tuan. I got the waves under the doom, Yo, man. Tight. <laughs> What's up, man? <laughs> she too as well. We got Rashid here with us, the illustrious. Um, how y'all feeling? It was a good week to me.
2: It was a bloody week in crypto, but Goodbye, man.
0: Yeah, I lost on a couple trades this week, this past week. Yeah. Um, really, like, the past past 10 days, the uh, volatility. I got caught up into it a little bit. Yeah. But I did catch a little bit of the bottom on some smaller sizing. But, nah, definitely, definitely a little bit of a rough week with the futures expiring on Friday. A lot of selling ahead of that. And it's interesting to see, like, as more institutions get in and you have more paper trading, Mm -hmm. what can that do? Can they sort of wreck the markets from the inside? I don't know. Um, But that's something I've been thinking about a little bit more as a risk.
1: I think you have to at this point. Uh, This was the first time I really saw um, a lot of talk around you know, BTC options expiring, right? Uh, you know, a couple of years ago, we didn't really too much hear about the derivatives market, like affecting uh, the underlying asset, but that's now happening. And you have to, you know, consider that. I think there was a record, it was like a few billion um, in options that expired yesterday. I don't know the exact, you could possibly look up the exact number, but we now have to factor that in. Cause we had so much selling pressure. I, I also got my ass ate up as well. Um, I had a good trade you know, yesterday on a uh, futures contract for ETH, uh, or maybe two days, it was two days ago. It was two days ago. I had caught it uh around that like fifteen uh sixty range. But other than that, yeah, d- d- definitely got screwed. Probably bought a little bit too much matic. Um, before it had that, you know, little reversal down. But that being said, you know, we we holding over here. Uh, We'll we'll bounce back. But this definitely was a a a crazy week as far as volatility is concerned. Um, But I'm, you know, no need to panic. You know, you, you zoom out, you see that we still had it up. Right, this is just not the end. I know. You know, I got a few people hitting me up. This week saying, oh, you know, is this, is it crashing? Are we about, you know, Bitcoin about to hit back to 10K? Somebody asked me, is Bitcoin about to head back to 10K? I don't think we're ever going to see Bitcoin at 10K again.
0: I don't either.
2: <laughs> I don't think we're going to see that 20K again, to be honest. But I, I don't know, man. People, people want to see, uh, crypto fail so bad and
1: it's 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 it's, it's weird like, why do you think that is
2: because they didn't get in
0: they
2: want they wanted they wanted it at the discount but they weren't willing to take the risk at that time
0: when you say a lot of people want to see it fail are you talking just people in general or specific certain types of people
2: uh i'm not talking about like uh you have of, of course I'm talking about retail investors specifically, no, no coiners. Mm-hmm. That's what we call them. <clears throat> oh, okay. I'm talking about I'm talking about retail investors that didn't get in early, and then uh, maybe some guys on the corporate side want to see it fail too, because like it, it 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 might affect other assets in their mind.
1: You know. Like, well, the gold bugs definitely, you know, like Peter Schiff. They don't like Bitcoin at all. Peter Schiff uh, is like. Always bullish on gold, always bearish on Bitcoin. He's been talking a bunch of of shit about Bitcoin for years. So you definitely got those types who don't see Bitcoin as a real asset. But, oh well, it's a trillion dollar asset class and there's nothing you can do about it. It's here. You can't stop it. It's here. The people have spoken. So I'm not really sure why there's still, you know, claims of... Bitcoin being a scam, um, we did see J. Powell this week come out and say that he thinks of Bitcoin more as a you know asset like gold rather than actual currency. So I thought that was interesting. It's clear that the Fed has been paying more attention to cryptocurrencies because almost in every one of his talks,
0: they're talking about it. Jerome them. Powell actually slipped up and said it's a replacement for gold. <laughs> he was like, "It's not a replacement for the U.S. dollar. It's a replacement for gold." Right. And he was Everything. like, "Whoops." <laughs>
1: Whoops. <laughs> and we know, we know the gold bugs. They don't like that. They don't, they don't want to hear that at all. Um, but it's inevitable, man. Things are going digital, right? And I don't think it's going to be cool. I don't think it's cool now, but I definitely don't think it's gonna be cool 10, 20 years. Like, we, you know, our kids showing off a you know, bar of gold. I'm like, what the fuck is that? You know what I'm saying? Turn that into a chain. But, <laughs> but I, I don't, I think it's gonna be, we're going to hit that point where people are gonna be showing off their ledgers. You know, they're gonna be showing off, I got this one BTC. Like, and I think it's like a hedge for the future. It's something you could pass down and we've talked about this countless times it's more portable Uh, it's it's many advantages to Bitcoin over gold many and so I I feel at this point if you haven't come around by by now I don't know what can make you come around at this point like what more do people need to see to feel
3: safe with Bitcoin I don't know ask Warren Buffett
1: some people are just old and they know what they know.
3: Well, I,
2: I they know y'all, what they don't know.
3: I sent y'all an interview uh, yesterday from
2: YouTube. Basically, Warren Buffett said the reason why he don't... He's, it was like an interview from the 80s or 70s. He said the reason why he didn't invest in a lot of tech companies is because he didn't understand them. So maybe that's the case for it now with Bitcoin. You don't understand
1: Bitcoin, so he's not willing to make that investment. I mean, Maybe him, that's
2: the case for a lot of people.
1: Yeah, him and his, uh, you know, legendary investment partner, Charlie Munger, have both essentially equated Bitcoin to just being vaporware. I mean, but this is the same guy that passed on tons of, like, very important companies in the tech space, like an Amazon. Um, in that
3: interview, he said he was passing on IBM. Oh. so And this was the 80s?
1: It was the 70s. I sent you the link yesterday. Yeah. Me, uh... I gotta know, I gotta check that out, man. It's, uh...
0: I mean it, it just points to the fact there's there's so many ways to make money that you can be the richest man in the world and still be ignorant the 90% of the ways there are to make money. Mm.
1: That's a fact. Right? <laughs> That's a fact, and you don't adapt, you don't, you know, you don't understand what's coming. He's still heavy on seized candy, right? That's what you got to think of the type of generation that he comes from. But, you know, she said something to me offline yesterday that has been circulating in my head for the past, you know, uh, 12 hours or so. There's 51 trillion sitting on the sideline right now that wants exposure in some of that 51 trillion wants exposure to this asset class. And so we see all of these uh, filings for the ETFs. Uh, Fidelity came out a couple of days ago saying that they filed for the ETF. Goldman, I believe, filed for an ETF, for a Bitcoin ETF.
3: The institutional thirst for
1: this, I think, is just scratching the surface. And I believe we're supposed to get a decision from the SEC within the next 30-odd days on if one of these ETS will be approved, which I'm going to believe is going to, if this happens, is going to push Bitcoin above 100K. I would not be surprised if, and my personal bet, this is not for anybody else's investment advice, my personal bet is that Bitcoin will be above 80K
3: by middle of may mm, i could see that but uh 100k by 4th of july here's the thing though um yeah, I,
2: I still think there's like a certain like power within the retail investment space right like we saw that previously with you know um gang Game, gang stop and uh What's the what's the what's the other stock from uh, the movie theater? AMC, AMC, AMC. Um, but I, I think for some retail investors to get into crypto, they have mm-hmm. to be able to kind of understand it a little better. Like that's why, like, I think that interview with Warren Buffett saying like he don't invest in things he don't fully understand was important. Like, crypto isn't super simple yet. Like, is it still in many ways, complex to use, and and uh, in, in, in many ways, if you're looking for certain gems, it's comp complex to find. Um, and if you don't really know the space, it's even complex to do the research.
1: So, I mean, that's fair. I think the also other part. I know you mentioned like retail investors. A lot of retail investors don't look at Bitcoin as being accessible anymore. Like. You, when you, when you uh, kind of just play a tourist on these online forums and these discords and Slack channels, a lot of them don't even know that you can buy Bitcoin fractionally. So they look at Bitcoin, they see, oh, 55 piece, 60 a piece, whatever. And they say, OK, well, I can't afford
3: it. I, I, I missed the boat. That's what a lot of
1: this. Honestly, that's what, how a lot of them feel.
3: Bro, this this this
2: that's Bitcoin isn't the end all be all in crypto though. There's so many other different projects where you can get significant gains out of. We've right. seen this over the course of the year, man. Like of course coins going from 10 cents or fractions of a penny to a dollar sometimes. But a less. lot of
1: those coins aren't talked about in like the mainstream. They're not. But, but
2: that's 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 the other thing I was getting at, like it's not simple yet. It's it's still like the space isn't simple. It's still very complex. Once this stuff gets simple, once you start seeing, you know, them them talk about smaller projects on like yeah. the CNBC and and stuff like that, and the space gets more easier for people to understand, like yeah. layman terms. Whoa. Well, I think
3: they
0: are. It's happening right now. Yeah. It's happening right now, and it's happening through NFTs. And yes, the reason Bitcoin got adopted was it solves an issue. We're going mm-hmm. through hyperinflation. Fiat currencies are dying. Governments are doing a power grab, and we need some decentralized money. So that's like a real fundamental use case that a lot of people need. The next thing is this concept of digital property and artists Monetizing their art and getting rid of middlemen who have been screwing them in industries for a long long time yeah and these are the types of things where the creator wants it and the consumer wants it yeah um, and a lot of these creators are they're setting up them at a mask actually you know what I mean they're getting paid an ether this is starting to happen and when you have things like this, where it gets integrated in the pop culture, these are the things that go viral. Yeah, And I think this is the thing, because everyone's so fascinated with celebrity today. So when you have the artist start to do something and it becomes cool, and yeah. then other people follow. And everybody's already talking about Bitcoin. That's the So thing. I think we're about to get a level of awareness to the space that is really hard to comprehend.
1: Yeah, man, I, I one thousand percent agree with that. You you already beat me to you know the topic that I was, you know, going to transition into. We saw the weekend. Uh, was it yesterday morning? Um, on the day before, a tweet about he has an NFT coming out. Right, this is the weekend. This motherfucker just performed at the Super Bowl. He's one of the biggest superstars, you know, uh, musical superstars on this planet. That's going to drive more eyeballs into the space. And people, you know, this is a threat. you know. I saw Jim Jones talking about this in a couple of interviews in the Breakfast Club, Earn Your Leisure this week. He was actually the first artist uh, to create an NFT. He did this uh, seven months ago. Right? And he took a picture of his chain and they sold it. And at the time, like he got $1,000 for it. $1,000 in each, and he was like what the fuck like he couldn't even wrap his head around it so imagine how big of a threat this is to the record labels because of yeah the, if these artists really start to smarten up and realize wait hold on I can start to get a cut off of my work every time it's sold I can get Bro. a cut you know from just selling experiences on the blockchain and I don't need the record label to do that at all.
0: It's over. It's over because the internet has already demonstrated the desire that artists have to do that. Yeah. Because they've been getting screwed. Because, the, I mean, the music industry is a, is basically a cartel. You know what I mean? It's a few. Right. It's a few of them. Yeah, it's basically. Ranges the world, yeah? Are you Yeah, That's a wild
2: comparison, but I I think you're on to something.
0: (laughs) So, I mean, artists have been getting screwed for decades Um, and the internet has shown the desire that they want to connect directly with fans. And now with smart contracts, we can create products that allow them to share and monetize their art directly with the consumer at mass scale through the internet. It's just game changing. They can even open up,
1: you know, um, tokenized products of, you know, certain songs, right, for royalties. So, you, you know, you get a piece of the publishing and stuff like that. Whether that is going to be deemed a security or not, it remains to be seen. We did see uh, the SEC commissioner, AKA Crypto Mom. Come out this week. Uh Hester Price um, and said that investors should be wary of creating unregistered investment products with NFTs. Fractionalized NFTs could be potentially securities. So she spoke on a panel and talked about, you know, the whole concept of NFTs is supposed to be non-fungible. So it's supposed to be unlike anything else. Uh, which means that it's, I think in general, less likely to be, you know, uh, less likely to be a security, but people are being very creative. In, a, in the types of NFTs they're putting out there. It's a wonder what some people will pay for. And so I think given the creativity, as with anything else, you should, you know, we should be asking that question. Um, and there are some concerns, you know, the SEC has concerns about, um, and the IRS has concerns about these NFTs because there's been some rumblings of money launder through, yeah. you know, particular projects. Yeah. Right. And, you know, how do you prove that? Now, obviously, everything is recorded on the blockchain, and it's there for you to pull up EtherScan. You can see, you can source that money. Uh, but the, you know, from the regulation side, they do have some concerns, and they, if they start to look at this the way that they did with ICOs four years ago, that can be a little bit of a bump in the road. And also, what's happening is you you'll have. So let's say Rasheed was the pur- you know you bought that sixty nine million dollar piece from people. And then you say, yo, I'm about to sell 10% of it. I'm about to sell 10% of the rights to it. If you do that, you may be deemed as, you may be looked at as if you're selling securities. And that's what's happening. People are buying NFTs and then they're they're breaking it up, right? It's like they buying a, a brick and they're breaking it down and they're selling it to people.
0: That's why I think this is going to be a bubble first. Because it's just, it's just so much going on. There's so much speculation. Things like this go viral. And I think that a lot of money is going to be thrown at it and a lot of stuff is going to be thrown at it out of excitement before the rules are clear and then something's going to happen and then a bunch of stuff is going to burst and there's going to be a scam or whatever. And then this really takes off the next <clears throat> cycle. Yeah. That's what I think will happen. And, you know, ETH is probably, ETH as a platform is probably a limiting factor for it right now as well. So with the next version of smart contract platforms, um, I'm really excited about this space five years from now.
1: Yeah, same here, man. Um, It's something I've immersed myself in. in many ways uh like heavy over the past few months i'm constantly on nifty gateway you know looking at different pieces that i can acquire uh but there there is a little bit of a you know gold rush it's giving me overpriced vibes bubble vibes uh but you you have some things out there but i think people need to understand how to value how to assess value you know before purchasing these things and you know, have a thesis, have a plan. Don't just go buy some because it has NFT attached. And I don't know if y'all saw in the traditional like stock market, equities market, there were certain companies that was tying themselves with NFTs and their stocks went crazy this week. What this now, reminds um, me of, remember like four years ago, if you came out and said we were building on the blockchain, mm-hmm. stocks was just Public like, twan probably remembers is like companies say, Oh, we've been on the blockchain and their and their stock will pop like 20 to 30 percent in a day.
2: Mm, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't remember when when IBM announced their partnership with Stella. I'm not sure how their stock was doing that at that time, but it seemed like that was like one of those moves. Yeah. But they actually they actually did build stuff with Stella. Like right? mm. so, you know, um now I don't want to take over for the transition, but yo yesterday i'm I'm home right now. I went to New York um to get the vaccine yeah and uh I'm talking to one of my friends and this person is not really into uh anything crypto
3: uh-uh. and this
2: dude told me he's like, yo, like I'm not gonna lie to you. He's like, I got my money on Coinbase and then I'm making interest off a of compound. I was like, damn. Damn, (laughs) damn, like I like it, it it blew my mind. Like, I was like, this is this was one of those types of people I wasn't expecting it from. Like, yo, what? Yeah,
1: (laughs) like, yo, shout out to you, man, for real. I mean, it's a way to earn passive income. Look, when these, when these banks, large banks, your chases, your Bank of America's of the world. Uh, they, they're giving you booth interest rates, man. Like, <laughs> you're getting like 0.5%, if that. If that. So, now, the thing what, the thing ahead. I was
2: thinking about, though, I uh, was oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I was just
1: like, where do you go to generate interest? You're going to start looking, you know, to other alternatives, and Compound is a great alternative. Yeah. Uh, and then it,
2: it's crazy because Thursday you sent that thing about the Federal Reserves. Like, and them having like, I guess like discussing like DeFi
1: with Compound. Yeah. That was the sole
2: keynote. So Candles. like the thing out the thing that made me think about like uh the DeFi space, like currently, because because of the way that crypto is and the way that it's taxed, like in, in my opinion, and maybe not everyone shares this opinion, it's taxed too high. Like Yo, if this is the future of like monetary transactions, like you're gonna have to do something about the tax, like. Yeah. And and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I don't. I mean, it's only. Getting I don't worse. share the.
0: It's only I don't share worse. the
2: pop. Maybe I don't share the popular opinion. You think so? You think yeah. the, the tax is about to get worse? Yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah. Definitely, unfortunately. So, and like I've I've hinted. I've been thinking a lot more about the risks in crypto recently and the things that make me the most uncomfortable where I mentioned this earlier about like all the leverage in the system and now big money's coming in. So like with all the paper trading, now that they're focused on crypto, could they like use a bunch of leverage to manipulate the price and uh, just cause a lot of volatility and drive people out of the market? I don't know. That's one thing. And then the second thing around taxes is if they try to tax unrealized capital gains, that would really fucking suck. Yeah, Um, that would would be the worst. Yeah. The worst. Yeah, so those are two things that I'm actually really, really concerned about with crypto. Elizabeth Warren is pushing for that.
1: The taxing of, you know, unrealized gains, which I just think is buffoonery. It's almost as if, like, she wants to penalize you for even have for even having exposure, you know, to certain asset classes.
0: It's picking winners and losers. It's like I mean, I, I I don't think it's fair,
2: man. Like, yo, I feel like crypto was like one of the first spaces. Like, even the stock market, the stock market, as an average person going into it, right. And and doing my research and stuff like that, I felt like in many ways the game was rigged. So like like maybe I had a chance, but my chances were low. Like <laughs> my chances were low. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be one of those guys uh, on Wall Street that's posting the the million dollar gains over over two years or whatever. Like, but I felt like crypto was like that one space that I felt like average people could get into and do well, like, be very successful. Like, why would they want to take that away from the average person? Like, Elizabeth Warren claims to be one of those people that's for, like, for the people. Like, you know, like, why would you do that?
1: Well, the we we kind of know that that's BS. It's, it's design... Like, she likes to target, you know, certain actors in the finance space, right? She's she's jealous of them, right? She's an educator. You know what I mean? Um, She's trying to take down certain companies, and that's why a lot of companies don't rock with her. She had a failed presidential bid. She equated it to her being a woman. I don't think that was the case. It's just like, nobody likes your policies, and you got to check yourself. Um, so, yeah, this crypto is the true democratization of, you know, um, money, you know, in the markets. Like, it's not through the stock market. We know that game is is not made for the everyday person. Right? Um, and even you had, you know, Robin Hood said, oh, they're for the people. But you start to get big enough, you you, you see they in, you see who they in bed with. And I just thought it was interesting that they filed for their IPO this week. Um prior to the whole GameStop, bonanza, and how they handled that, I thought Robin Hood was going to be a clear just breakout the minute they went public. And it's and maybe it still might be uh but their value in the company is high uh it could it could be worth as high as 40 billion when they go public uh, but i've been also seeing some tr- new traders who came into the game a year ago or six months ago who now saying they're not having fun no more because stocks aren't only going up they missed the volatility of the trump era <laughs> that's what one trader that they <laughs> interviewed said he was like yo i, I, I kind of miss trump tweets you be able to you know trade off the volatility that was caused by his tweets the markets are getting back to being you know boring and you know slow gains and you now have people that are saying they want trump back they want trump back on twitter they want him to you know get busy start swinging the markets like do you remember the the, the china negotiations like every day the minute Trump would tweet something like things are looking good. <laughs> SBX would like pump. People are now missing that.
0: Speaking of speaking of presidents, did y'all see Joe Biden's uh press conference? No, I don't like to watch his press conferences, to
2: be honest with you. Which which one? The one when he said he missed Trump. I miss that guy sometimes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, he said that? <laughs> he said that in the press conference. <laughs> But is it like my predecessor? You know, I miss that guy sometimes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he he literally, in the middle of sentences, just like gave up. He was asked a question on immigration and Mm -hmm. he was like, Yeah, make progress. It was just, oh man. Like he he, he forgot (laughs) where he was going. (laughs) He forgot where he was going mid sentence and then just like walked off. Damn.
1: he does this a lot, like where he just doesn't finish. His I was show. like, "Yo, does he
0: have all timers?"
1: There is no way I see him finishing his full term. I'm sorry, he might be too old. He's definitely too old. He's
2: falling up. He might bro, be too bro, old. Look, look, the
0: clip up. Look the clip up of
2: Joe yeah, Biden doing immigration too old
0: shit. You might be, Biden man, Biden, I don't I feel like doing this shit. Amazing, <laughs> <laughs> amazing. <laughs> just made sense. he was just like, "Ah, all right." <laughs>
1: He was just like, "All right, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. I kind of miss Trump press conferences, <laughs> man. <laughs> I I can't even front, yo. If it's one thing that did that dude knew how to do was put on a show. Like, do you remember when he was in Puerto Rico and he took the paper towel and he, and he <laughs> tossed it like he was shooting a jumper?" Yeah. <laughs> 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 yo, yo, Trump, like, literally, just like, he pulled up on the baseline, like, Jason Taylor was like, here goes some paper towels for you. <laughs> I know you just had a national <laughs> disaster. <laughs> on that other time, when he was like, look at my little African American over there. That's my little <laughs> African American. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, Finn was a loose kid, but... He really did bring excitement to just politics to the markets, All right. Um, and I was just thinking the other day, like, damn, we're back to Borno politics, no born markets, you and know all I mean? my countries in the Middle East. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's you know that too. Um, and we also saw this morning China uh, committed to a 25 year deal with Iran. It's very clear. We're about to go to war with them. <laughs> like, over and under. Tuan, you wouldn't probably know this better, but I feel like they taunting Biden at this point. No, nah, you're not going to war with China.
3: Or Iran, come on. It's too... Yeah. Maybe, I
2: don't know. I, if, if anyone was to start a war, I could see Biden doing that. But...
1: Trump I don't, never started I, a war. Yeah, he didn't. I got to give it to him.
3: Yeah, Trump...
1: He did. He did not start a war, except I mean, unless you
2: you you, you consider the 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 riot at the Capitol, the, the initiation. of... Uh, <laughs> yeah, nah, facts. He was one nah. of the first to start a civil war. Oh, Yo. he started a, a war of ideologies. That's what he did. When and Trump, he he basically um, revamped his party. Like, like honestly, I don't know if that party is super loyal to. Him. Yeah, the Republicans can never put up a candidate that can
3: you know, meet, match his charisma. They don't have it. They don't they have don't. it,
1: man. They don't. They they really don't. And that's why uh, they're saying that he's not going to run with Pence in 2024. Uh, it's looking like it may be Florida's uh, governor, DeSantis. Yo, man, that dude is scary. Really? If he if he Yo, figures out a way to get back.
2: <laughs> DeSantis is a scary dude, man. I I don't know. 'Cause like yo, you gotta think about it. God forbid anything happens to Trump. DeSantis
3: becomes president.
0: Yeah. What is what what what's his like uh I have no idea. What's his like, main like, thing?
1: Well he's I mean, trying to pass some really egregious laws in Florida. Yeah, specifically I, I do know specific,
2: that. Yeah, and a lot of them are geared towards like, you know, um voting rights acts, um, ban on gay marriages, stuff like that. Like, he's a a part of that type of era, which, like, yo, I feel like, you know, we've already progressed this far. There's no way, there's no reason to go back. Like, going back
1: puts us back further, you know? That's exactly what they wanted, make America great again. They thought that was the great part. Yo, we saw in Georgia, and I don't want to get too deep into the politics, we're going to hop over this, but we saw in Georgia this week they passed that you cannot give out, is now um, a crime to give out food or water to people voting. Like in line so it's clear that they setting up the ch- they're setting up the chessboard for 2024 yeah really but actually, really in the midterms. look,
2: look, look man it, you, you can set up the chessboard all you want but eventually you know that system can can turn against you and that's that's the thing like if you look at all the modern the laws that have been passed for like voting and stuff like that a lot of that framework was built by Republicans and it turned on them
1: yeah, yeah. I mean But, but again, we, we, we saw the populism Seep into the markets and, and again, I like I, I honestly like it I, I kind of like it, I like the tribalism that we seeing in the markets I like Warren Kitty Warren Kitty's taunting people again this week With his cat memes Because meme stop went up uh, again <laughs> So he's been dropping cat memes all week um, or Now he's taking it a step further He's doing like He's doing like um, commentary over old videos. Like I told you, I just liked this stock. It was from like an m and uh, video. <laughs> the dude is entertaining, man. The dude is very entertaining. I, I like it. i have started to follow. him. Uh, so yeah, you know, we'll see what happens with Robinhood's I, IPO. Uh, I, an interesting stat that I saw was that within the first two months of this year, they had 6 million new users purchase cryptocurrencies. 6 million um, and, and I don't like Robinhood for crypto because you don't give you your own wallet it's like PayPal
0: I think they're about to change that though are they? I think they're moving towards more
3: they're
1: trying to compete
0: with Coinbase
1: now they, I'll tell you this much if Robinhood rolls out a way to give people crypto derivatives
3: shit can get interested I'm going to tell you something man Fucking Cash
2: App is one I'll tell you why Unlike Coinbase and Robinhood Cash App can
3: give you instant liquidity
2: <laughs> I could I could send Five Bitcoins into My fucking Cash App I mean it's, it's, it's a max A cap to it I think the most I could withdraw Is 25000 But
3: where else am I going to get that The same day
1: uh if you get certain levels uh, like I think Coinbase they get they allow you to withdraw like twenty five thousand or fifty thousand a day, I think.
2: Is it in, it's instant liquidity?
1: Uh I don't know if it's instant. I, I can't speak with confidence on that part.
2: Now you're right. It's twenty five thousand li- limit, but it takes some time. It takes some time, man.
1: Well, I mean, well look, Square is a bank now. <laughs> Yo, them dudes is making moves. Um, So, yeah, I think the competition is definitely going to be heating up. Coinbase is going to be going public. Uh, That's considered to be one of the hottest IPOs this year. Uh, Robinhood is mulling over the opportunity to allow investors on their platform to access IPO shares the same way Wall Street firms do before the IPO. And they're not just trying to do it for their upcoming uh, pub, you know, public listing but for other companies and that, that does level the playing field a little bit because we saw what happened like the morning of Airbnb when they went public they had listed their shares at like $68 I think and by the time op- Airbnb had opened up it had 3 x
2: yeah there's a wallet right now uh, a crypto wallet called Exodus and they're going public and they're
3: doing the same thing
1: Wait, there's a crypto wallet company that's going
3: public? Yeah, it's a wallet slash exchange. Look it up. Call, it Exodus. Call it Exodus. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I did see Gemini said they may go public uh, next year, but yeah, I've, ne- I've never heard of Exodus. She, have you ever have you heard of Exodus?
3: Yeah.
1: Oh, shit. Okay, well, I felt a little bit behind there.
2: Um, Uniswap V3. I sent you the thing with it saying it went public like
1: earlier this week. Oh, man, it'd be so much shit moving in our group chat, son. Like, (laughs) we almost need to create a Slack channel because it just moves so fast. Uh, But yeah, um, I'll I'll look into it and encourage our listeners out there to look into it. But yeah, we got Uniswap v3. We talked about it last week. You know, it was just, we knew it was coming, but we didn't know it was going to be part of it. Um, but we got some details and when, you know, they had announced it earlier this week, you know, it had surged about eight, 8%, 8% in a couple of minutes. A lot of it, it, it appears to do, or some of it appears to do with NFTs. Um, and I, at this point I look at Uniswap as like a, as one of just the top, projects is out there like you if you don't have some exposure definitely look into it because it's something that i personally want to have exposure to and i, and I probably need more exposure to at this point what are you thoughts on this on this upcoming launch because it's, it doesn't really uh it's not supposed to launch until may 3rd i mean may 5th i
0: was honestly a little bit disappointed in the timing because it was like rumored that it was going to launch. Um, and I didn't realize it was going to be a rumor of the announced date of the launch, which is yeah. over a month from now. And then the layer two stuff is after that. I don't think they even gave a date for the optimism. They said shortly after. So to me,
1: yeah,
0: that gives me a little bit of concern with Ethereum because Uniswap has been working on v3 for a while. Um, And it just points to how much more difficult it gets to push out upgrades when you have a lot of users. And it's like, this isn't even the infrastructure doing layer two. These are the applications with a lot of users and a lot of activity taking, you know, six months eight months to put in the stuff to get the fees down i'm just i'm i'm just wondering i hope it's enough i hope it's enough and i hope this isn't like a continuing thing where as more and more people get on it just becomes really difficult to to upgrade and i i uh like i haven't made any major changes but i was ex i was hoping for um more bullish news on the optimism rollout like something a little bit sooner since it is just the app to me that just sort of signals how difficult this stuff is and um i'm thinking about reducing my exposure to ethereum a little bit believe it or
1: not i did the same thing this week i i just starting to grow a little bit fed up Uh, just I've just been disappointed. And I know everybody says July, 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 July. Like, I, I, I get all that. And I do still think it's undervalued. But I've started to look, you know, at other projects. Like I said, uh, Matic is one. Uh, synthetics has probably taken over as my number one, like, focus going forward. I just want to accumulate as much synthetics as possible. Um, but I can understand you wanted to wanting to degross from your position and
0: it, and not it, about it, a lot like the market is 11% Ethereum dominance I'm probably like 15-16% I probably want to be closer to 12, 12 so to me it just means like taking a couple shots at some other things on some other platform maybe like 2 or 3 other projects
1: yeah yeah uh, same here man it's it's one of those things it's just like yo this congested ass network i think the crazy part and i got to salute um i think his name is hayden adams yeah at, at, at uniswap because uniswap v2 had launched last summer like uh early may and they generated 135 billion in trading volume in under a year Like, that's no small feat, especially as a decentralized exchange. Um, And I I think decentralized exchanges will continue to become more powerful, more powerful. I don't think, you know, some people have said, we've seen like a top or we're nearing the top in DeFi. I don't think so. I think there are plenty of projects that's that's out there that are still undervalued. Um, We got your comps. You got your uni swaps. You got your synthetics. You got your OMAS. Uh, there's a lot of activity that's going on in this space, and it shouldn't be ignored. It really shouldn't. Because I, I believe that's where the institutions are going to start parking, and they have already started to park money in these in these projects. But we we, we need this infrastructure to be, continue to be built out. Uh, but that's 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 my two cents on it. Facts, Tuan. You know, where do you where do you stand as far as Ethereum right now?
2: I I I I, I kind of downsized my position at its peak with two thousand. So, um, did you roll into Bitcoin? I put some into Bitcoin and i i put some into alts like i, I got into matic i got into sand and when those got games I, I took those games out put some into bitcoin and then put some into also again <laughs> so that's that's just how i've been playing it um and now i i i mean it's a significant portion of my portfolio but it's not as great as uh some of my other alts right now like Right, I'm i'm as you guys know, I'm heavy into Monero still, <laughs> which is crazy. Um, what else? Matic that was actually went, gonna be one
1: of my watch list picks. It was Monero?
2: I went heavy into Matic. Uh, what else? I got out of Anchor. I, I'm kind of pissed about that because Anchor it dropped on
1: Coinbase, and I was like, I it shit. did, it I did. Salute, sheet on that. I, I feel like he was one of the first people to point out Anchor.
0: I mean, Tuan and I have been talking about Anchor. Both of us have talked about Anchor for a long time. a Long time, yeah, a long time. Um, I got Tuan. I feel your pain. I got out as well um, <laughs> before the Coinbase listing. So yeah, we got that in common.
1: Sandbox got listed on Gemini. That's sweet.
0: Nah, Sandbox was an amazing pick. That was uh, yeah, man. Pass off. pass off. I'm really starting to really get into this metaverse space. Um, yeah. And I'm realizing how interoperable this stuff is. Um, sucks Sonomon space, and like crypto voxels are sort of like yeah. interoperable. It's like four of them, basically, it's like the central land, sandbox, crypto voxels, and Sonomon space. Wow. And Seems like it's just happening really fast. And
1: there's another one that hasn't even released yet. Uh, There's a new metaverse. you know, I guess they had a pre-sale of some of their land. A little upset I didn't hear about it, but they covered it uh, this week in the Wall Street Journal because Sandbox got mentioned in the Wall Street Journal as well about this land grab that's happening. I wanted to keep that low key. Uh, But yeah, that, you know, people are, they, they was talking about a guy who came in and bought $3 million worth of land from this Metaverse game that, that that has not even got released yet. Mm. Mm. So, um, <laughs> will we see sandbox get listed on larger exchanges? Uh, I mean, it's already on Binance. Um, will we see a Coinbase listing? It remains to be seen, but I've dedicated a lot of time over the past five weeks or so, really understanding the space and I've started to nibble on a little bit of land just so I can understand how it works, how it operates, how do I build experiences on it, how do I create you know, advertising opportunities uh, just to familiarize myself with it because I think it's going to be important. Uh, and maybe it won't be this cycle. I think we're still incredibly early, incredibly early. When I, when I tell people about it, I say I equate it to when I first heard about Bitcoin um, in late 2012, early 2013 right things take some time to play out but this is my decade-long play um that i've just started to dedicate a lot of energy to and so i may be five years early in fact i do think you know anybody i talk to i say look i don't think we're gonna really start to see this shit really take hold until at the earliest 2024 2025 uh but
3: roblox who yeah and, um, i feel like
1: i they're already proven that. Okay, there's there's some opportunities here. I read about the kids who generated six hundred thousand just off building uh clothing for Roblox that they, you know, and they converted it out
0: last year. So uh, especially especially with just some of the more broad issues of you know shifting from an industrial society to a society of technology and trying to figure out, okay, well, you're gonna do this and you displace all of these people, how is this going to work? And the idea that people can be living digital lives and creating value digitally and getting paid in the digital world to potentially partially substantiate, you know, part of their living, that is uh, powerful um, and possibly a part of the answer.
1: The, virtual, so, the rise of the virtual economy, we uh the affinity the people, a lot of people in the Philippines now are earning a living by doing jobs or really playing to earn on Axie Affinity. Right. So that shit is nuts. They make more on Axie Affinity than they would working a traditional job in the Philippines. Right. It's
3: mind-blowing. It's crazy. So. The, the, digital,
1: the digital workforce in its truest form. It's it's emerging Yeah. And, and, so and I know it's P- possible. Because I sent you Oh, what was you going to say my bad. I, I sent you
3: a video a
2: while ago, right? And uh, it was, it's like this guy exploring the central land and like uh Coinbase, Binance
3: uh, and Kraken have offices in the central land. Yeah, they do. They know.
1: It, it's <sighs> the the limitless like opportunities, man, in this in this fucking virtual world space is just nuts, bro. It is really nuts when you sit back and just think about yo, know, people might show up to work in these digital workforces.
0: Nah actually, we work from home right now. Put on your put on your headset, cuz. Yo, (laughs) tap right in.
1: I know it's possible because my man watches his channel on Twitch. Shout out to my man, Shanks. He watches his channel on on Twitch where people show up for different jobs inside of GTA 5. And then on there all day, like one guy, like the police officer for the town in GTA 5. You got other people that's going around, um, you know, making sure that the stores are protected. And people are tipping them real cash for this. They got their own little private server. It's only like eighty people, and people are doing this. Like that has now become their 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 job. They're getting paid from this.
0: I I don't understand it, (laughs) but it's inevitable because this is what people are doing. And uh, people that are younger, yeah are doing it at a higher rate. So in 10 years, they will be um, part of the
1: workforce. Like Tuan, how bugged out would you be if your daughter just came up to you? Know Your daughter might very well come up to you one day, and say, yo dad, I'm about to head off to work. And you go, like, oh, where are you going? She's like, I'm right here in front of the computer. Puts on her little Oculus headset. I, I
0: wouldn't be that far. I mean, that's what we do now, right? That's not yeah. far my Min- Minus the, minus yeah. the Oculus headset. She's like- in
2: school digitally. Yeah.
1: Her but first job say this, uh, might be on
2: line. I mean, her entire first year of kindergarten is on, on Zoom right now. She's learning to read through some app. I forgot the name of the app, but it, it, it makes it easy for children to learn how to read. <laughs> That's yeah this is what we're having so like it's it's not far-fetched
3: that's not far-fetched the kids are gonna be well prepared for that um so but I think of people in our generation like
1: of our age it's hard for them to wrap their head around that that Mm -hmm. you live and work inside this (laughs) virtual world and you've created a tribe but I don't think it's that far off I see these motherfuckers create little tribes on 2k all the time they go meet up with their, their Look, friends. Man, you playing my player in the park. Listen, if they, if they think like this is far-fetched and
2: they can't do it, that's great. I that mean, there's money to be made in the space and not that much competition. I was like, yo, I can set up a digital bodega and literally link it to
3: an Amazon page. <laughs> Just take my fee as the middleman. Yo, you can sell virtual um, do-rags. I can sell real do-rags, man. Through Amazon. Just take a fee. Right. Amazon wants to... It, I mean, they're going to
2: survive either way, but that's, that's, that's a new business model for them, for them to make she, more money.
3: She can set up
1: virtual trading courses
3: inside the Central Land. Wow, whole world pull up. <laughs> and they there you can you set up you can set up virtual universities you can create Howard Decentraland
1: you'll check and see if that crypto domain is available <laughs> 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 we might be able to flip that to them like howard.crypto Bob well, i the release first morganstate.crypto
2: yeah. <laughs> Now you got he's right you got to grab the Ivy
1: leagues first like yeah the Ivy leagues got snatched somebody they're bought They're probably money. gone though. Yeah so last week uh unstoppable domains hit me with an email they were doing real estate premium domains somebody bought mortgages.crypto for 100,000 hmm. but they had properties.crypto for 10,000 So now they're starting to release these like premium domains but yeah the Ivies I think they already went the harvard. I think those are already gone yeah. That's but, why it pays to be the first, man. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So I mean, how are how are you in the central land? Oh, meet us on the yard. Yard
3: fence in the central land.
1: house in the central <laughs> I don't know though, man. I don't think it could be that lit. Cause uh I don't care what you say. Virtual Henny is definitely not replacing the feeling of real douce shots. You know what I'm saying? Um Bro, man, people had parties
2: for for this versus with Ghost Versus Ray. People had digital parties. Ghostface right. Kill was talking about it on, on the verses. He's like, yo, I'm mind blown by this. Like
3: people sometimes are selling tickets to these digital parties. Like, but verses yeah, free. yeah. The verses is free.
2: The vibes aren't, bro. <laughs> no, I mean like they're 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 going to people's
1: homes yeah. and watching these verses. Yeah, huh? Shit. Yeah, the possibilities are endless, man. But uh, watch list. The <laughs> central is on my watch list. <laughs> just just gotta throw it on there. Just off off a of principle. Uh, Monero, that was something that I, I had, um, you know, going into the show, on, you know, on my watch list because I just think privacy is going to become more and more important. Um, and land, yeah. So not necessarily a token, but land, land in a few virtual worlds. Mm. Uh, do your research. What's well, on you all watch this? Uh uh. Nah, I feel you.
0: uh. uh I like, it. I'm looking at learning about NFTs, learning about the metaverses. And in terms of new investments, I haven't really made any. Yeah. Um, it's just been the same names I'm accumulating, you know, week to week. Okay. More Bitcoin, more Ethereum, more Compound, more ADA, more Trust Comp.
1: So undervalued right now, yo. Oh, man.
2: So undervalued. So, So like, that's why a majority of the ETH that I sold went into Comp, Matic, um, uh, Cardano, uh, so Loki coin, previously Loki coin, and uh, Wait, yeah. what, what did Loki
1: it. change their name to? Oxen. Oxen.
2: Okay. 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 I, yo, uh, the, between the sessions app and um, they have like a decentralized de- like, like internet. Like, I can't even, ex- you gotta uh, use
1: it. You I was one of those about. people It's different, who, bro. I used to clown you for Loki. But then when I actually used it with you, I was like, oh, this shit is different. This is different. Very yeah. different. I love it. I love it now. I, uh, I had to yeah. use it to understand it.
2: Yeah, I, I was trying to get you to use it for some time,
1: man. Like Yeah, since last summer. You was like, yo, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at your Loki coin. I was like, yo, why did I sell like a Crip project? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was just like, yo, this is how, like this was created by the Crips. This is the token created by the Crips, the Loki coin. But uh, <laughs> turns out it's not that, man. But... Yeah, we'll we'll definitely mark that down Um, for the people out there. You know, thank you for joining us this week. Always remember that investment in securities and crypto can involve great risk. This podcast is for informational purposes only. It should not be taken as financial advice. Please do your own research and consult with a licensed financial advisor before purchasing any stock digital currencies or any other alternative assets nfts whatever it is uh make sure that you make the, the best informed decision um and consult your advisor if you're still unsure uh we just hear some free gaming conversation education and with that we out people we catch y'all later man we catch y'all next week
3: peace react like i'm facing time
2: like mason wipe the sweat off my spit the phlegm on the streets Tim's on my beats, makes my cypher complete weather cruising in a six cab. I'm on a tarot deep, I can't call it. The beats make me falling asleep. I keep falling. We're never falling six feet deep. I'm out for presidents to represent me. Say what? I'm out for presidents to represent me. Say what? I'm out for dead presidents to represent me. Whose me? world is this? The world is yours. yours, the world is yours. Whose world is this? The world is yours. The world is yours. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. Whose world is this? It's yours. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. It's world is this? The world is yours. The world is it's yours.
3: Mine, it's mine. It's mine. It's to my
2: man Ill Will, God bless your life. To my
3: people, the wild
1: queens, God bless your
2: life. I trip, we box, our crazy bitches
3: ain't it?